Welcome back to part two of our podcast on the fool. And uh, I, uh, I finished uh, that segment uh, in the book of Proverbs. And uh, we, uh, we need to go to some verses in the New Testament and then go back to the Proverbs again. So stay with us and have your Bibles ready. Yep. I want to repeat one of the verses that I read. Sure, the, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And folks, I am so happy to tell you that even though there are fools that say that, um, April Fool's Day is for them, maybe, I guess. We've, uh, Curtis and I have talked about how come they don't, because we heard it on television, how come there's no such thing as an atheist day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill Maher suggests that uh, we have a National Atheist Day. It's the only the only segment of our population that's not uh, represented in Congress, and they don't have a day like everybody else, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we suggest that, yes, yes, there is. There's already a National Atheist Day. It's today, okay. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Yeah. Because yeah, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So, so today's their day. Happy Atheist Day. Yeah, Happy Atheist Day. The atheists. problem with that is it's going to turn to sorrow. Yeah. That's right. Um, we've been mostly in the book of Proverbs, uh, some in, the, and we've been in the New Testament some. Uh, we've, we've read most of the, I've, I had to do a lot of editing, Curtis, because as you said, there were over 66 times when you, you find the word fool in, in the word of God. And so yeah. we tried to condense it so as not to fill your, well, <laughs> to make it a little easier on me too. You think I'm going to teach on all 66 of those in an hour's time? Oh, you'd like to. Oh, yes, I know I'd like to, but that's the way we are. You would like to. This is the way we are. We love the Word of God. By the way, I love the Word of God so much that I was counting the number of Bibles I have in my library. You know how many there are, Curtis? Uh, I think you said 44. 44. <laughs> that's, that's a collection. That's a collection. But I used to teach Bible studies in my basement and and also in my sunroom and there was every once in a while people come in without bibles and i wanted to have enough bibles so that they could i would say you had enough bibles for I'd a say whole we bible had, well we would have 22 people out there sometimes okay yep. yeah don't don't scold me too much i'm your dad i'm okay matthew, <laughs> matthew chapter 5 is one of the most uh, it starts out one of the most familiar passages to most believers in the Bible because it's, it's entitled uh, by most pastors, the Sermon on the Mount. Right. And it starts out, Matthew chapter 5 says, And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The poor in spirit? That's when you think of yourself as nothing. That's when you can deal. And the only way you can be something, you know, the Bible says that uh, you deceive yourself 
if you if you say you're something when you're nothing and you're nothing as a saved person it says and then it and then it goes on the blessed the blessed blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled wow blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are per... Oh, do I say this? Oh, I, if it's in there, I would say it. Blessed are they which are per persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake and then he says this rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you now, now why am i saying this in this uh, in this lesson about fools if you will do these things with faith believing you're not a fool. Right. You're you're blessed. Yeah. There's a difference between the two. Then he says, "You're the salt of the earth." Wow. He then he says in verse fourteen, "You are the light of the world." Oh my goodness! Neither do men uh, light a candle and put it under a bushel. As he said in verse sixteen of Matthew five, "Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father." which is in heaven. Isn't that interesting? All of this stuff written to believers. He says in verse 21, ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not kill and whosoever shall ki kill shall be in danger of the judgment. And then he says this, and I read all that to come to this one verse. You ready? But I say unto you, now, this is a whole lot of bad stuff, good stuff and bad stuff. And look at how he look at how he ends this message or at least highlights his message. And uh, if Jesus said it, I believe it. And that settles it in my heart. He says, but I say unto you. And we're saying this unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Folks, you do it the wrong way. You have the wrong spirit. You don't fill yourself with all of these blessings. You're in danger of the judgment. Why? Because if these things are not in you, chances are you're not saved. You cannot, for by grace you're saved through faith and out of works lest any man should boast. We're not saved by works. These things are all talking about good works with regard to people who are believers. Then he says this, But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother, without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. And then he says this, Whosoever shall say to his brother, Aracha. Now, do you know what that means? Yeah. What's it mean? Fool. Absolutely. Fool, or you fool. Yeah. Okay. 
shall be in danger of the council. Well, they had a council. They had a, they had a jury, as it were, in those days. And you could be prosecuted for your big mouth. Yeah. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. So God's saying there, it's my job to call people a fool, that's not a, yours. That's exactly it, yeah. So don't do it. I'm going to tell, I, I know who's foolish. You don't always that, know that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you been ever been fooled before? Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, I've had people say, uh, you know, something or other, and they'd play a prank. Yeah. And I go, what did you do? And, and they'd say, <clears throat> we fooled you, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've gone through that a few times. I used to be. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the times I've been fooled. <laughs> I've seen some of them. I may have done some of them. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, we fool people on Halloween, you know. Oh, sure. Put a mask on and so forth. Uh, then he says, he says, whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hell fire. In all this first hour, half hour that we just finished, we're talking about the definition of fools and foolishness. Well, now I'm talking about the danger. The danger of being a fool. Thou fool. If you say thou fool, thou shalt be in danger of the hell of hell fire. I'd like to go back to Proverbs 18 again and read those verses again to, just to emphasize them. Proverbs 18, verse 6 through 7 says this A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer is wounds and they go down into the uttermost parts of, of the belly. He also, and, and so this is all these sins of the mouth. Uh, and and uh, what is it they say about fools? Open mouth, insert foot. Huh? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Curtis, do we still do that sometimes? Sure. Yeah. Of course we do. What 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 causes it? Uh, pride. Mm -hmm. Pride goeth before fall. Pride usually. Uh, yeah, it usually. There can yeah. be other, some other motivating factors, but um, but usually it's pride. Yeah, and and the book and and in the New Testament <gasps> says that uh, that we're we're deceived if we think of ourselves right. to be something when when we're nothing. So yeah, I gotta have the right attitude. Uh, before you open your mouth and use the word fool mm -hmm. or accuse somebody of being a mm -hmm. fool right. or being foolish and and be careful to avoid acting in the way of a fool so that you can avoid foolishness. So we're just about done with this episode already, Curtis. Did you think I'd be done this quickly? Uh I'm never sure. I, I know that when once you start editing it, we could we could end up with any with any <laughs> amount of time. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, you have fruit. You have carte blanche here, Pastor. You okay. Know. Okay. I know that. Okay. So let's go to Luke chapter twelve.
Luke chapter 12. And I'm taking a while to get to it, so I think you are too. I'm there. I'm there. Are you there? I beat you. <laughs> you beat me to the... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start reading. By the way, in this chapter, there are a whole lot of warnings. It's, it's the warnings that Jesus Christ uh, gave people. Um, and he says in verse, in chapter 12 of Luke, uh, chapter 12 of the book of Luke, verse 2, it says, There is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, uh, neither hid that shall not be known. There so what, whatsoever you have spoken in the darkness, you see what, is, what he's saying? Shall be heard in the light, and that which you have spoken in the ear in the closet shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. Oh, my goodness. All those secrets you think you're, you're keeping or the secrets that you think you have that nobody knows, yeah, they will be public. Yeah. At yeah. the judgment. That's, and, and, and that's difficult. He says, uh, he goes on to say, um, well, let, let me fast forward here. Um, uh, he said, I shall, I, I probably ought to read the whole chapter before I get to the, my closing verse. What do I, what do I do there? Shall I? Yeah. I remember I said you have carte blanche there, mm -hmm. Pastor, but whatever you want to do. Okay, we'll go back. We'll, we'll read Luke chapter 12 because it leads up to my final verse and my invitation. So here we go, folks. Okay. Hang on there. We've read verse 3. So therefore, you have spoken in darkness shall, shall be heard in the light, and that which you have spoken in the ear shall, in the closet shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And he said, And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them, uh, of them that killed the body, and after that have no more they can do. For I will forewarn you whom you shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed the hath power to cast into hell. Yeah. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Now, who has the power to cast unto hell? The only one is God. He's the only one. Right. The devil can't cast you into hell. Right. He's there. Right. <laughs> he says, and have not, and are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. But I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. And I can't wait for the day, Curtis, when, when I stand before the the the, uh, the judgment seat of Christ and the angels all cheer me. Dick, Dick is saved. Dick is saved. He used to preach the word of God. Yeah. They cheered you in the moment that you got saved. Yeah. And then they're going to cheer you publicly again. Yeah. 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 Isn't this word of God great? Yes, it is. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. Watch out. Watch out. We'll go back to our first verse. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. There is no God. Let's keep reading. Who shall speak a, a word against this, the Son of Man? It shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. And there's the unforgivable. That's the unforgivable sin. That's right. And when, Blast 
And when blaspheming they, the Holy Spirit. That's right. And when they bring you before under the synagogues and under the magistrates and powers, take you no thought how or uh, how or what thing you shall answer or what ye shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Isn't it amazing? How, and and it, and it, and it, all this is telling you how not to be foolish. Stop it! Don't be foolish. And he said, uh, verse thirteen. Verse thirteen is one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he de uh, divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made you a judge? Or who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware uh, of covetousness, for a man's life uh, consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns, and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Oh, man, get, get, get. Yeah. My, my Bible says, with all your getting, get wisdom. And I will say to my soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah, so, and, that, and that's pretty much the attitude of the world today, isn't it? It is pretty much the attitude of the world today. because they say there is no God. They, 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 the only thing they have to rest upon yeah. is not their faith, but their own, their own laurels, yep. so to speak. So, yep. Yep. this is the parable: uh, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. That's right, and and he had things were going so well. Yeah, he had to expand his empire. Yeah, and once he did that, he he sat back and said, huh. I'm okay. Everything's good. Yep. Everything's Eat, drink, right. and be merry. You know. Yep. Uh, well, wait a minute. Is that the proper attitude? Um, no. Uh, Eat, drink, and be merry. I, I'll say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, hmm. what, Pastor? Where, what verse are you reading? Verse 20. God said unto him, oh dear, yeah, oh dear, yeah, the only one that's qualified to call somebody a fool and he, is calling the rich man that's who right. thinks he's got it made. What God has been saying, that's right, and what God has been teaching us through all of these scriptures that we've been reading, it's not you right. to decide who's a fool, and no one should decide for himself that you're a fool either and we're not going to call you a fool no. we're going to say what the scripture says and we said all this to get to luke chapter 12 verse 20 verse 20 god said unto him thou fool this night thy soul shall be required of thee then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Oh, thou fool, 
your life's over tonight. It could well this be. This night shall thy soul be required of thee. That's right. So you've done all this for nothing. Now who's it going to be? Who's it going to belong to? Belong to somebody gone, else. Buddy? That's right. That's right. Exactly right. So You've taken the attitude of a fool. Surely the fool. You've acted foolishly. Has said in his heart, there is no God. But God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself, not of works, lest any man should boast. This one man was boasting. He had Good, good works. He saved. Um, I, I might get a little bit rough here, but, um, you know, I, I keep a little cash in my house. No, don't say that, Dick. I said a little in the, so that if I go to the grocery store, I can pay in cash. And uh, you know how much that money is worth in the sight of God? Nothing. You could blow your nose on it for all he cares. No, sir. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Stop being foolish. Today is the day of salvation. We've given the gospel in, all, in, in the last several verses. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And then your riches are stored up for you in heaven. Or you can still be thou fool and die, leave your earthly wealth to some place, to someone else, and go to hell where there is no wealth. Thou fool. We're not fooling, folks. Stop being a fool today. Be a believer today. Trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior. And then after you do that, the Holy Ghost will come and dwell in you. And when you read the Word of God, which you couldn't understand previously, because you have the Holy Ghost, because you're a son of God, by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, you'll understand it better. I'm still reading this book every day, Curtis, and you do too. And we always find something new. Oh my goodness, why didn't I see that before? Well, well we have these flat foreheaded movements where we slap our forehead with our palms and say, oh my goodness, yeah. look, it's been there all the time. Yeah. How could I have missed it? That's why we read our Bible all day, all, every day, so that we won't miss it. And we want you to do that same thing. But before you can do that, and be in that position, you have to be in the position of salvation by grace through faith in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, who bore our sins in his own body on the tree, who became sin for us, 
that we might be made the righteousness of God in me. Without Christ, I am nothing. And neither are you. Become something, the Son of God, a Son of God. Then you'll cease being, thou fool. God, our Father, thank you so much for your precious and holy word and for the privilege that you've given to us of preaching it to thousands of thousands by way uh, of this podcast. And we thank you for it and give you the glory for it. And uh, for those who are listening, thank you so much for giving us an audience. Uh, And then uh, thank you for watching our mouths that we might do only those things which would be which would be gracious in your sight. Take that one who is lost today and that one who is under conviction. Impress upon their hearts and minds the need for salvation through Jesus Christ. And we'll give you the glory and pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for that. For that hour, it was almost an hour of instruction on uh, what it really means to be a fool. Uh, who's qualified to call somebody a fool? None of us. Uh, but thanks for letting us all know what God has to say on on that subject matter. Um, we want to thank our audience again for tuning in with us today uh, on, on April Fool's Day. <laughs> and uh, we, we hope that... Uh, You'll decide to tune in with us tonight um, as we have our our very special guest, Lucas Doremus, with us tonight uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, for another hour in his continuing series on pre-fall foundations, the corruption of pre-fall foundations. Uh, don't know exactly what the subject matter will be tonight which particular subject he's going to concentrate on, but he'll let us know. Uh, He'll surprise all of us. So be here and and be surprised with me, will you? Yeah. Boy, our our partners on this podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mr. Remus and and Dr. J.B. Hickson. Oh, yeah. Speaking of J.B., real quickly before we sign off here, uh, he will not be with us this coming Tuesday. He's on the road and has... quite a few speaking engagements. Uh, so we won't have JB segment until the, I think he said the 13th of this month. So it'll be slightly delayed, but we will get it. Once he gets back home and gets settled down in Colorado again, uh, we will have a, a segment with JB. Yeah. Uh, just be praying for him while he's on the road that, uh, that uh, Lord will give him travel mercies and that uh, he'll, the Lord will bless what he's doing out there mightily. He, he always does. So thank you for being with us again today. Be sure and tune in. Uh, be with us tonight for another hour starting at 7 p.m. And uh, until then, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off. We'll see you at 7. God bless.